0: everybody to the you heard it here first podcast i'm your host sammy young with my co-host pastor josh how are you
1: i'm doing well sammy good. how are you i'm good you are extremely bright in terms of your voice this morning
0: oh I
1: are you had... having a good morning
0: yeah I only lots had one, of coffee this one morning cup of coffee so only far. one cup maybe like one and a half
1: Hmm. Do you feel like your bounciness is 100% connected to the amount of coffee you drink? No. No.
0: Some days, yes, because I can tell when I don't have any coffee, but nah, <laughs> I'm fine. After talking about how much coffee I've been, I drink, I'm trying not to drink as much because that's kind of excessive if I have that much. But you Why? have a lot.
1: I know. I do coffee. drink a lot of coffee. I
0: didn't realize you drank that much coffee.
1: I have a problem.
0: Yeah, probably more is than Is this me. an intervention? This is, you have a bigger problem than me.
1: I would agree. Yeah. With coffee, yes. Let's clarify what this problem yes. is. Yes,
0: <laughs> coffee.
1: No, I. Uh, but I make mine at home. so I
0: often make mine at home.
1: I love coffee. I love it. Hmm.
0: Do you ever like like a fun fancy one every now and then, or oh, only yeah. black?
1: Mm. Once in a while, Steph will get one of those coffee drinks, and I'll try it, and I will gag. Because it's so sugary. It's too much. And she'll even get like half hmm. the flavoring. I can't do it. I don't.
0: Do you ever get flavored coffee beans? Like fun I don't flavors? like that
1: either. Mm. I have had those. I think they're... I just don't think they taste real accurately.
0: What is What kind of coffee do you drink? What brand?
1: I drink a variety of brands. Right now I'm drinking Pike's Peak. Ooh. Which is the Starbucks. Okay. Although I like... All these has a really good uh, single-origin blend hmm. from Peru and from Guatemala. That's pretty good. I like that. Very cool. Steph will spoil me when she goes to Shill's Coffee and give me all kinds of different...
0: Schull?
1: Schull. What did I say? <laughs> you
0: did... said Shills.
1: Shills. It's I'm sh- a Shill for Schull's. <laughs> How's that?
0: I just discovered Schull.
1: Oh, I think it's Schull's. Plural, isn't it?
0: I think it's just shul
1: hmm. i just okay. had
0: it yes sh- monday <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but they have good holiday drinks right now so i got that
1: why did you why were you out in that neck of the neighborhood i like
0: trader joe's and is right oh by
1: trader yeah trader, trader joe's is right down the street mm-hmm. that is often when steph will pick me up shul's coffee when she's Is out.
0: there another s well
1: that would be the plural Oh, you're gonna look it up. I'm
0: gonna look it up. Okay. Because I was just. Well,
1: I have a question for you, Sammy. What's up? uh, The other day, I was here on Sunday afternoon, and I noticed this ridiculous contraption in the worship center. It looked like an octopus of pipes, (laughs) and I wondered what in the world was happening. What is this thing? Nine square. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay.
0: Technically. Is it like four square? Yeah, the official name is nine square in the air. Did you know that?
1: Oh, nine square in the air. Yeah,
0: because you hit the ball in the air. Is it intentionally rhyming? I don't know, but that's the official name is nine square in the air.
1: What if you sat on a chair? The ball is still in the air.
0: air. You're not in the air, the ball
1: is. (laughs) I know, but I'm trying to add rhyming words.
0: (laughs) Okay.
1: So how do you play this game?
0: It's like four square, but you have to hit the ball over. What if
1: no one knows what four square is?
0: There's there's squares. You're, okay. Each have your own square, mm-hmm. and there's a ball, and you have to try to hit it into somebody else's square.
1: Okay. And if you don't, what happens? You're out. Out.
0: And there's like in nine square, the center box. Okay. Is the king box, and that's where you want to get. Okay. Because you start the ball then every time.
1: So do you go in order around the square to get to the king box? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So if you're in like the sixth box and you get out people get to move up six spots okay or move up one it's kind of confusing. into the sixth box yeah yeah gotcha
1: yeah. so is it easy or hard to be in the king square
0: when you're in it or yeah. to get there
1: when you're in it
0: you have the advantage of being able to start it
1: hmm. so
0: sometimes you can do like a harder serve but it's the only box where the ball can come from any direction okay so you're spinning like when i'm in the middle i'm always spinning do you get dizzy yeah i don't like it seems like, like i would
1: be getting dizzy yeah
0: i don't really like the king spot
1: how do the kids like this game they like the game do they mm-hmm. it seems like it would be a good game for a wide variety of kids in terms yes. of height mm-hmm. ability it is funny because
0: the middle schoolers i don't know how to say this nice not mean they're on the shorter end of things <laughs> And one of our leaders is much on the taller end of things. Oh, Ben is very tall. Yeah. So it's funny to watch. I have a fun watch. story
1: about Ben's height.
0: It's funny <laughs> to watch these middle schoolers play against Ben, but they do get him out quite a bit. So it's it's entertaining. Nice. Are you going to tell the funny story about Ben?
1: No, I'm just going to leave it hanging there. Oh,
0: okay. It is also funny to go from watching the high schoolers play because they can all like hit the top of it, and then these middle schoolers can't. It's just funny to watch the difference in how the game is played
1: how often do you play nine square
0: um probably like three or four times a youth group year
1: okay do you but, ever play it outside or is it always yeah. inside
0: it's fun to play outside the thing is it's very annoying to set up and take down oh um, it takes a lot of time it's too bad so it'd be nice if we could just leave it up all the time we'd why, probably play why it more can't often. we where would we keep it
1: in the worship center
0: it takes like you have to move chairs
1: Oh, well, can we just have people sit in the other parts of the worship center? If you
0: want to present that idea, I would <laughs> back you up, but I'm not going to present that idea.
1: What if we like sold those as like restricted, not restricted, restricted views? Oh, views.
0: Yeah. I don't know, but the kids like it, so nice. it's fun.
1: Yeah. Cool. So tell me about the podcast we have for today.
0: Today's is a little different. We're doing like a mid-year ministry update from a few ministries so mark friesman talks about the food pantry
1: mark friesman is the diaconal coordinator yes that's his title okay yes.
0: so he'll talk about that he's very he has a lot of information that wow. he, he knows a lot about this ministry yes so. he does so it, it's very good and then steph vendrunen came in and talked about the kids hope how that's been going
1: yeah their christmas party is this week
0: yes which she like mentioned it and was like well by the time people listen to this the party would have happened, but we haven't done it yet. So, she said it's coming up, but the on weird Friday. space time continuum. Yes, we recorded that is before it happened. So.
1: Okay, so that's yeah, two.
0: That's two, and then, Aaron Fenema is going to talk about hand to hand, and how that's been going so far this year. Okay. And Pastor Josh is going to give us a little, campus visioning update.
1: Uh, yeah, we had the update on, Sunday morning a couple weeks ago, but uh-huh. good to, share a little bit.
0: So stay nice. tuned for those, everybody. Okay, Mark Friesman, welcome to the podcast. How are you today?
2: Just great. Thanks great. for having me here. You're
0: welcome. Are you so excited to have your time on the podcast?
2: No, I'm <laughs> not. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> okay.
0: At least you're honest. Anyway, we won't take too much of your time today. We just want to get a little bit of an update on the food truck and what it is, because some people might not know Uh and how it's been going. So, can you kind of tell us a little bit about Feeding America and why we chose to partner with this organization?
2: The deacons thought it would be a good idea to um, have Feeding America come, and they said that they would provide all the money that needed to come so it wouldn't have to come out of the general fund. Mm. And so we explored on how to, to do that. And um, another reason is the Bible says that uh, true religion is uh, helping the needy and the widows and the orphans and those mm-hmm. who are hungry and those who are in prison. So the deacons thought that that would be a good idea to, to go in that direction. Plus, it seems like First Cutlerville has a... a interest in helping those with food insufficiency, like hand to hand. Mm-hmm. So we uh, went in uh, the direction of uh, Feeding America to um, help um, in the, with those reasons.
0: Yeah. Very cool. Um, and so when did it start here at First Cut Liver? When was our first food truck?
2: We started the process about three years ago Okay, um, to get the, you have to do a number of steps in order for that to happen. But our first Feeding America truck was um, last year. Okay. So we did four this year. Nice. And we did two last year. Okay. Um, and Feeding America West Michigan said um, we had to do more than two this year. So they let us do four. So nice. we've actually done six total. Six total. Yeah.
0: Very cool. And so what are some of those steps that make, like, how does the truck get here? Is there a lot of prep work on our end and their end? What are the kind of the connecting points between Feeding America and First Cutlerville?
2: Well, Feeding America has on their website all the different places that they're going to deliver food for um, a particular week, a particular day. And so individuals can go online to see if there's a distribution going to be in their neighborhood. Mm. And we are in a classification of being um, food for uh, 50 to 75 families. Okay. And, um, we have gradually increased the amount of families that we have served every, um, time and we're up to 69 families. Wow. And, uh, so, um, <clears throat> we, uh, have, but in the beginning we, we got the times that we are going to do the distribution. They have been okayed by Feeding America. Okay. So Feeding America has that on their list. We've pay them a, a certain amount of money um, for each truck. Um, uh, another side to that is, is that um, First Cutlerville has been so um, supportive of this ministry that um, after the first year, we, we said, well, let's keep going. Let's do four more for next year. And mm-hmm. they collected, First Cutlerville collected enough money to pay for three years if the costs come the same amount and yeah. the cadets, they did a collection after their pancake and they collected enough money at that one for a whole year's distribution wow. of food. So, um, it's just amazing that, yeah. uh, what the first Cutlerville does. And then for the volunteers, we, we, um, we have always enough volunteers to, mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. Very
0: cool. Is it mainly First colorable Volunteers and you're kind of the point person or is there a Feeding America person here as well?
2: The only Feeding America person that is here is the truck driver. Okay. And the truck driver gets here about a half hour before the distribution starts. Mm-hmm. And then we unload the truck and we get ready to distribute the food and the cars are lined up in the um in rows out in the parking lot and then they they drive through and we put the groceries in their trunk and uh, then they're um, off to use that food however they want nice so So
0: that's kind of how it works like a drive-through they don't even have to get out of their car the volunteers bring it to their cars
2: right and at one point i was thinking you know maybe we don't have very much contact with the um, families and it would be good to have more contact because then before covid Everybody got out of their cars and they Mm. came to the tables and got the food off the tables. But we have somebody that greets the individuals when they come in the um, parking lot. We have someone else who directs the cars to where Mm -hmm. to park. And then we have another couple of people that go and collect the registration forms. And this past time we had cider and donuts available. So that person went door or car to car and uh, made contact with them. And then um, people go through and everybody who has a skid that they're working um, to give food from, they make contact with the people that are in their cars. So there is quite a bit of contact with the individuals when they go through. It's not just uh, open up your trunk, get some food and and leave. So there is a lot of contact. It's
0: not like a target pickup where they just open your door and put it in and say, have a nice day and leave. Right. There's a little more relationship. Yeah. yeah.
2: Relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Nice. Very cool. Um, So logistically, are, are you in need of any more volunteers or are you pretty set? How is that? How does that go if that people want to get involved?
2: Um, We have been very fortunate here at First Cutlerville with volunteers before about a week or two before I will. Let I have a list. It's a Feeding America um, mass mailing list okay. for people from our church. Okay. And so about a week or two before, I send out an email letting everybody know on that email that if they're available, they can come on such and such a date. Mm-hmm. And um, but they have previously been all these individuals have been given information about uh, the four dates that we're going to have for next year. We've already got those published and I've given that to those.
3: Okay. But
2: I will send out that email and uh, then people will let me know if they're coming and I'll ask people if they're coming and and then the date of um, more than enough people show up and individuals will show up that haven't told me that they're coming. But it, it seems like it's always worked just fine Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes Feeding America will bring um, skids of uh, produce that need to be bagged and we can put them in Meyer bags. So Mm -hmm. some people will be putting food in Meyer bags. Some people will be putting it in the cars. And so, so far um, we've had enough volunteers. And, and the thing about, um, I have a philosophy about people serving and helping and being God's hands and feet is that It's not helpful or good to make anybody feel guilty. It's only Mm going to work if people feel like sort of called to do this. And so we get a lot of individuals that help. And it always feels like when we're done that um, nobody feels like they, um, they all feel like they've been sort of given energy rather than feeling like they're depleted when they're done. You know?
0: Yeah. That's very encouraging
2: yeah very I cool. think so. yeah yep.
0: very cool. um, is there other ways other than volunteering that people can v- get involved?
2: um in terms of uh, feeding America? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, we're always open for new ideas. When I say send a thank you to everybody, I say, okay, this is how it worked. Is there? anything else that you can think of that would make this work better mm-hmm. and um when i said that out last time somebody suggested having a, a rolling cart with cider and donuts and that worked out really well there was yeah. a, a mom with or it was a grandma or a mom with four kids and when i went up and collected the um registration forms one of the kids and they told their grandma or mom this is the best day ever. Mm. That's because they got donuts and cider, yeah. you know? And uh so I think that uh there are four of us that are sort of uh like the I don't the director isn't the right word, but uh sort of the go-to people and
4: mm-hmm.
2: one would be Glenda and Randy Redburn, mm-hmm. and the other one would be Peter Snyder. Okay. and Peter Snyder and I were from the beginning, and he was a very big encouragement to this. Uh, he saw the value too, along with the deacons and uh, so I think there's enough volunteers in terms of this, but uh, um, we're always open to new ideas.
0: Yeah. so they can contact you if you have it if people have ideas.
2: Right. Or if they are not, if they're not on my servant, not this, that's a different list, but if they're <laughs> not on my Feeding America list uh-huh. and they want to get the information, they can contact me and I will put them on there and they will be able to get the information Okay. on updates and thank yous.
0: Perfect. Very cool. Well, my last question I have for you is when is the next Feeding America truck? When it? When will it be here?
2: Um, the next Feeding America truck is in November. Okay. And um, not November. I'm sorry. It's in February. February. So we're done for this year. So we'll be doing the next one in February, and it's the second Saturday in February. And we do it on every every one we do is on a Saturday. Okay. And we also do them at 10 o'clock in the morning. So it's. Uh,
0: is it like a set time frame? Like you have to be done by a certain time too?
2: Um. That's an another um interesting aspect about this is that um we have a start time. Okay. And our start time is at 10. Okay. And people can actually line up whenever they want to. They can line up at seven in the morning if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, usually they come about nine o'clock. That's when they start to come. Okay. So um that's when when the cars are gone through um then we're done. So sometimes cars will come 15 minutes later, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we have to go by how many cars we are in the parking lot and we have to figure out how much food we have uh, and how much we need to distribute. And the plan is to get rid of the food to the people that are there who are in need. Mm. And um, we do have uh, contact with... um, With the other food pantry, Streams of Hope. Okay. Streams of Hope, and uh, when we have food left over, we'll bring the product to Streams of Hope. So very cool. Um. So yeah, that's how nice. It works.
3: Well,
0: I will be done taking your time today. Thank you for explaining kind of what the food truck is and how it works. I learned a lot about what it is, and I think people will like to know what's going on. And it sounds like a very impactful ministry going on right now.
2: If anybody has any questions, they can ask Mark Friesman, and I can um, probably answer any questions. I'll link.
0: I'll link your email in the description, ok. So then they can find your email all right. Perfect. Thanks, Thank Mark. You. Thank you, ok. Stephanie Vendrunen, welcome back to the podcast. How are you?
4: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good.. Uh, we have you on today to just give us a little bit of a recap of how Kids Hope has been going because we have a few ministries that we haven't heard from in a little while and we'd love to hear how Kids Hope has been going since it's been in full swing for since
4: September or did it start a little October. later, October? Okay. It's been going well. We have 12 kids involved in the program through our church and 14 through Heritage. So our program has grown a lot this year. Yeah. Um, It's been exciting to see more people step up and more kids being able to have a mentor. Mm -hmm. We have a Christmas party coming up Thursday night at Heritage. Nice. We're struggling to get permission slips back, but we're hopeful that most kids will be able to attend. It will be a gingerbread theme. Of fun. all different fun activities, and we'll end with pizza and pop and apples. Nice. I was going to ask what I should expect for the party, because I haven't heard much. Lots of fun activities. Nice. Are We've all been... the kids
0: able to make it?
4: Or we'll both? see. We're waiting on a lot of permission slips. Okay. So we'll yeah. see if they end up coming back or not. That will be our hope that all kids can come. Yeah. Anybody that's turned in their slip can come. Perfect. So we'll see what happens. It Perfect. should be a fun night. I've never done this before, and... yeah. We're hoping for a lot of fun. I'm sure yeah. there'll be a lot of energy going throughout the yes, building. I'm sure there will be too. I
0: didn't realize there was that many kids with a mentor this year, especially combined with Heritage. Yeah, That's like, what, 26?
4: Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, The blessing is right now we only have one person on the wait list. Nice. So if anybody's interested in a second grade girl, she's about eight years old. Perfect. We're looking for a mentor for her right okay. now, but otherwise we don't have anybody else on a wait list, which is, nice. I think that's pretty unheard of. Yeah. So it's been a blessing to see so many people step up this year yeah. and have met new kids, even if they had a child last year who had left. Mm-hmm. Nice. So just one more we need. For right now. They add weekly. Okay. But for right now. There's just one.
0: A second grade girl. How many mentors started at the beginning of the year for up to 12 now? then, Do
4: you remember? Last year we had nine. Okay. And two of us from last year already have new kids because those kids were not returning. Gotcha. Um, So we have five new kids in our program this year that have never been part of Kids Hope. I know my little guy said to me that he has waited four years to get to finally have a mentor. Wow. And he was so excited to have one. That is so exciting. Yeah. So it was fun to see his excitement of it was finally his turn to have somebody.
0: Yeah, because you can definitely tell these kids, see
4: the other people, like other kids going with their mentors and are like, I want to do that too. They do. They just yeah. think it looks really cool. I would think at some point at some age, they'd be like, that's just not cool anymore. Yeah. But it doesn't seem to be the case. Mm-mm. They all just are excited to go and kind of wish they could all have one. Yeah. Very cool. Any highlights from the year that you want to mention? Um, I think the highlight is just how many kids are being mentored this year. Yeah. Um, a highlight is, too, is her new principal is wonderful. Mm-hmm. He's been so good to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, a highlight for me is that Heritage has a new um, Kids Hope okay. um, director. Nice. And she's been awesome to work with. Um, Great. We are doing the party together, which I don't think is I – don't hold me to this, but yeah. I don't know if that's ever been done, that the two churches have done it together. Yeah. So, very we'll see cool. how it goes, but we're excited for it. Yeah, that's very cool. So it's both of your
0: first time hosting a party like this. Yes. Have you guys been planning together? Has it mainly been you? No, together. Nice. We've done
4: all of it together and very fun. Yeah, she is great at organization, so perfect. I can kind of fill in where I need to, so it's been perfect. great. Perfect. That's so fun. Well, I'm
0: excited for the party. I know my student is excited as well. So I think most of them are. Yeah. We will see how many can come. In. Is there like competitions? Like are are me and my buddy going to win something, potentially? No? Uh,
4: I hate to say it, but everybody's going to go home with the exact same stuff. That's fine. But you might beat her at pin the gumdrop on the okay. gingerbread guy. Perfect. As long as you let she her have the She tends to beat price. me at
0: stuff, actually. And not even, like, me letting her win. It just happens. That's okay for you, Sammy. Yes. Sometimes yeah. I need to be humbled by a fourth <laughs> grader, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> any and I guess my last question for you before I let you go is um any prayer requests or anything that people can be thinking about for the rest of this year um, for kids hope a
4: couple prayer requests would be um this year has been a struggle to have all kids there on the days our mentors come mm-hmm. a few of us have only got to meet with our kids a couple times, mm. and that can be a little discouraging that they're not yeah. at school and We're really struggling to find time in some of these kids' days, the older they get, to have a Mm. large enough chunk of time that the mentor can come at that time. Yeah. So it's been kind of a different year trying to figure out all of that kind of stuff. And Mm -hmm. then just prayers that somebody will step up for the second grade girl and that we can get her a mentor. Yeah.
0: Great. Well, thank you for taking a few minutes today to tell us how that's been going. It's a very fun and exciting program, and it's good for people to hear how it's been going. So thanks again, Steph. Thanks. Okay, Erin Fenimo, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, thanks for taking some time out of your day. Has it been a pretty busy day for you today? Yeah, all good things though. Oh, good. Yeah. Great. Well, we have you on just to chat a little bit about hand-to-hand and how that's been going. It's a very constant ministry in our yes. church, I feel like. So it's nice just to hear a little bit of an update. So if you can kind of just start
3: off by telling us how it's been going so far this year. It has been going well. Each each uh. Not just a year, but each time we get together and work on hand-to-hand things, we learn more and mm-hmm. ways to do it better, easier, more efficiently. Nice. So, yeah, um, packings are taking about 30 minutes each, which is not a huge commitment. Mm-mm. So, it's kind of a fun and easy way to give to others because mm-hmm. we just have a lot of fun Yeah, with our with our people who come in and spend time together to do packing. Nice. Is packing happening every week or is it every other week? It is every other week. So okay. when we pack, we pack for two weeks at a time. Nice. And then those are ready to be delivered for two weeks and then we pack again. Perfect. And then you and Glenda do the inventory
0: also every other week or that's every week?
3: Also every other week. We okay. meet Every other Monday and we uh, count and inventory, anything that's been donated in the last two weeks. Nice. Um, We keep track of for example, how many fruit snacks we have, Mm -hmm. how many cans of chicken we have, which Mm -hmm. helps us see what we have, what we need for anything that's coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, We also write the expiration dates on the ends of every box so we can make sure that we're using things in in the time frame they need to be used. So that's another part of our Monday morning work. Yeah. I think since the
0: last time you were on, it changed a little bit back there though. Do you have like a I think when we were on here before, you didn't have that set room in the back, did you?
3: No, I don't think we did. There is a closet that, surprisingly, I never Mm -hmm. really paid attention to Mm -hmm. in the ladies' bathroom in the back half of church. It was a sizable closet, but not one you can pack in. It's more like a Mm -hmm. very small walk-in closet. There was... Uh, room to store food, Mm -hmm. but not to pack it. So whenever we packed, we had to pull things out of the closet, Uh but we had a classroom that wasn't being used. Mm -hmm. And so we set up in there and we've got some nice big shelves that we can do things on. Mm -hmm. And there's an accordion wall into the next classroom that we open on packing days. So we have plenty of space for packing. Perfect.
0: Yes. It looks very professional back there to me every time I walk past. Looks like a real, (laughs) real shelving and everything. It looks very nice. Thank you. Yes. So how many kids do we have in our hand-to-hand hand program this year?
3: Currently, we have 27. Okay. Um, that is less than last year, and we have just had a couple more join um, two weeks ago. So we're still getting new kids here and there as okay. teachers see that there's needs and mm-hmm. are able to um, share with families that this is something that's available to them. Nice.
0: Great. Is there anything cool you want to know about like what how it's been going this year? Anything with the Thanksgiving offering? Any highlights from this year so
3: far? Um our Thanksgiving offering was awesome. Great. Um we had certain food items we were requesting that um we were either getting low on or that are hard to find. Mm-hmm. Um we uh get food for a discount through a company called Value Added Foods that we use for a lot of our like meal types of food. Okay. And they have not had canned chicken available the last two mm. times that we have placed an order, so that was one of our big needs for um, Thanksgiving. We got lots of cans of chicken, nice. Um, something we always still need, so we are still looking for canned chicken donations. Okay, and we got some more snacks and breakfast items that we were in need of as well. And then we also had people who choose for chose for their um their With the financial
0: donations. Yes, financial (laughs)
3: donations. So like the places they would like to make a financial donation to. Mm -hmm. We also receive some financial donations, which helps us immensely with purchasing meal food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very
0: nice. Very cool. And my last question for you, if there's still a need for people to get involved or if there's any ways that people are looking for something like that, how they can get involved.
3: Yes. So after this podcast is posted and people are listening, I will post a new link on um, the Facebook page and it will go out in the prayer line. So if anyone would like to sign up for next semester to help in some way Mm -hmm. that are not currently signed up, then there Mm -hmm. will be an opportunity to do that. Um, I will be working on new schedules for the second semester very soon here. So if you are interested, you can sign up through that link. It lets me know what you're interested in doing and when you are available so that I get people where they can serve. And if you have questions, you can always reach out to me as well. Perfect.
0: I'll link your email in the description as well. I told Mark I would do that for his, so I'll do it for yours as well. Thank you. If people want to get involved. So thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to tell us how it's been going. I always like hearing about hand-to-hand, so I hope people enjoy it, too. Thank
3: you for asking.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, Pastor Josh, tell us a little bit about campus visioning. What is it?
1: Well, a couple months ago, the uh, administrative elders decided it would be wise to have a smaller group of people do some research and learning about possible uses for our uh, campus. Okay. So there's a couple of things that went into that. One of them was the um, acreage next to the blues mm-hmm. was gifted to the church. And so how should the church best use that? Mm. The garden was full this past summer and over half of those people were non-members. And so the question, of course, comes up, do we grow the garden? Is that Mm -hmm. the best place for it? How do we think about that? Um, And the parking lot needs to be resurfaced. And so how much of that do you do if you're going to be making changes? So there's a lot of things that sort of go on behind the surface and trying to be the best stewards of Mm -hmm. the property and how to use it in a way that blesses the community. Uh, especially given our proximity to marshall elementary school are there ways to connect with them and so Mm. uh, that's sort of the origin of that team
0: and that was just a few months ago this started
1: yeah the idea for it had been uh quite a ways back probably even before i started here okay uh, because there had been money given for a playground there was a I guess there was a transition team. I don't mm-hmm. you probably remember that. I
0: remember a transition team.
1: I don't remember there being a transition team, but uh, there was uh, part of that transition team was related to the campus, so gotcha. It's Makes sort of a sense. continuation of that that uh, is just getting running.:
0: Gotcha. So that's kind of how it started. What have you what has the team are you part of the team?
1: I am part of the team. I'm the staff liaison, which means I'm the staff member on the team.:
0: Gotcha. What has been done so far? What have you guys discussed?
1: Well, there's a couple things that we've done. We've gotten a a layout to figure out exactly where we would be allowed to do certain things. Okay. We've connected with a lot of the local leaders that may uh, have information. So a couple members went and talked to the township board folks. Mm -hmm. We learned a lot about the process that went into creating uh, Whistle Stop Park Mm. and some of the things that people are still asking for from Byron Center. So we got a lot of community information. Okay. Uh, Talked to some of the leaders at the school, uh, Marshall, to learn about family needs. Uh, A couple people went and talked to folks in the neighborhood. And so trying to get a sense of, yeah, what the community is looking for. More recently, we mark had led Mark Wasik had led a conversation after church, mm-hmm. uh, that town hall meeting and trying to learn information from the congregation as well because we want to balance and recognize the current ministries as well as potential ministries and not do things that would make current ministries more difficult. So we've talked about how the uh, summer go kids for example uses the parking lot uses the field so if we change that mm-hmm. what would we what would summer go kids do and so trying to balance some of those things gotcha.
0: so are we kind of in the even before dreaming stage
1: well we are dreaming a little bit in okay. terms of what could go and so some of the responses people have given like are we need a dog park we need a pickleball court which would be very exciting for you very uh So there's a lot of those things that are uh, discussed. The township, for example, said that there's a huge need for baseball field and sand volleyball, but our courts currently aren't publicly available on their website. And so the question becomes: Do you make those publicly known
2: Mm. and get
1: a lot more traffic, have them on a schedule for people to sign up, or do you want them to be sort of a first come first serve? And Mm. and those are all. You know, discussions that involve different points of view. So, trying to think about the practical, yeah, practicality of dreams at this point.
0: Gotcha. Makes sense.
1: So, yeah, in terms of what's next, uh, it's sort of finishing up that dreaming part and then uh, getting someone to help us think through different layouts of what the campus would actually look like. Right and how that would impact things now so makes sense none of us are uh, engineers by trade so we'll get some help with that in the days ahead
0: very cool i think that gives us a good picture of what's been discussed and what's happening and that's all the questions i have for you
1: So just one thing that the team has really been stressing is that we want to ensure that any changes to the facility and to the campus do open ministry possibilities Mm -hmm. and open doors for sharing the gospel. And Mm -hmm. so if you have things that you would like to share with the team, we'd be open to having them and hearing them. And certainly that's our, our prayer. So thanks for asking and having me in.
0: Great. Thank you. (laughs) I'm not afraid of